Hello and welcome to Direct Hit, the cricket podcast with myself, Josh, and we've got as ever our least enthusiastic cricket fan, but most enthusiastic Hummus fan, James Hollyoak. Love me. I'm excited about cricket this week. I'm oh, I love cricket mood. I'm back in the cricket mood. Oh, and we've also got Blueswood's finest, Matthew Conroy. Hey Josh, I'm glad Jim's excited about the cricket, that's good isn't it? I'm excited about the hummus chat, so I feel like we could have a bit of a role reversal this week, which is quite nice. It's just, what is your favourite type of hummus, Matt? Homemade by Jim is my favourite type of hummus. My special beetroot and mint. Absolutely, fantastic. Yeah, it is good to be fair. What a feeling, what a hummus. Um... So since you've last been with us, this time we don't have a mountain of games catch on up on just the three. We've seen two fairly dull games. Um, as ever, our cricket correspondent, Conroy, will talk us through them. Start with South Africa, Conroy. Yeah, this game was garbage, wasn't it? I mean, I, I didn't enjoy this game at all. It was kind of what we thought Sri Lanka were going to be like for the entire tournament. They didn't get enough rings. They bowled poorly. South Africa... He won a very good team, as we've said a few times on the pod, but they chased it down with ease. Amla and Duplessis made it look very, very easy. And that's all I really have to say about this. What about you, Josh? All I would say, if there's ever a cricket World Cup game where South Africa win and Amla scores more than 80, it's very likely to be a dull game. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You're being unfair about I'm Hatashim. You're being very unfair. <laughs> He's a world-class batsman. Has been a world-class batsman. Was it a better <laughs> than you realise? He's better than that. Has been, has been a top-class batsman, I agree on. But if you look at the openers and you go, if one of these two are going to score 80, which one excites me? Is it the cock or is it Amla? Oh, I agree on that one. I mean, I, all I'm going to say is, I've got his stats in front of me. He hit 80 rooms off 105 balls. He only hit five boundaries, five falls. I mean, he that is just... He was chasing 203, let me blink off. But it's just boring, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not saying he <laughs> didn't do the right thing, but it was just boring for me to watch it, Jim. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you didn't watch the game, so you can't really say, say about how excited... Wait, we've not asked him yet. Jim. <laughs> Jim, have you watched the game? I watched a bit of it. I caught the highlights. What I gather from this game is, although Yash Lanka beat us, blah, 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 these are the two teams I've given the toughest time to throughout this World Cup. So I was kind of looking forward to this game. But to sum up, <laughs> sum up how good Sri Lanka are, Chris Morris got three wickets. My mate Dwayne Pretorius got three wickets. JP Dumini got one first ball. I mean, that is how bad Sri Lanka are. Did you see the wicket he got first ball? That was the worst premeditated reverse sweep I've ever seen in my life. I didn't think it was done. So bad. I mean, the other thing to say about Sri Lanka is I think um, about six or seven of their players got like good starts. They got 30, 30, 23, 24, 21. None of them went on and scored a big score. And that was the difference in this game. That If one, of, one or two of them had got 100 or 50, Maybe they would have got to 300. Maybe it would have been a different game with Amler batting really slowly and putting the pressure on his teammates, but it wasn't to be. You slate that, but that is literally the story of my village cricket career, getting starts and then giving it away early doors, so I can't slag them off too much. <laughs> a little slight dig at you there, Josh, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we had New Zealand and 
Australia, in which potentially was a pretty important game. New Zealand could have uh, guaranteed. They're all but through anyway, winning their first five. But all uh, could have guaranteed it. And Jim, let's be honest, did you watch it? Well, no, it was yesterday and I was playing, controversially. Loves cricket, this guy. Loves so, yes, I was playing. I, just, I can't believe, I'm looking at his scorecard and I just can't believe what happened. First of all, we've got the Australia innings where, again, another one of my friends, Usman Khawaja, how that bloke is a one-day cricketer, I don't, don't know. 88, fair play, 129 balls, a strike rate of 68. That is the key to your innings. Was it a real, really bad pitch, this one? It yeah. can't have been good. It wasn't horrendous. It was just like a normal Lord's pitch, really. It wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't a road, but, you know, two, 250 mm. was a pass score, I think. I think of all the pitches to play on Lord's, is probably the one that has the lowest mean first inning score, would be a guess. How about the mould? How, does it, how, how about the median? Like, you, you, what statistics are we going on here? Uh, to be, yeah, to be fair, I'd say probably on most of it. I don't think there's, there might be the odd outlier at Lords where you score 330, but it's certainly not a, like, if you were to say England scored 500, there's not a chance you'd suggest they did it at Lords. Trent Bridge. Cardiff would be my two that you'd look at, but it would never be Lords. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, just, um, I, I, want, I wanted to check your statistical analysis there just to make sure it's up, up to scratch. Go on, Jim. Sorry, the analyst has done some digging around the stats here. You're my Glenn Maxwell, Josh. You like to boast about his strike rate on a regular occasion. Well, this week, you had a massive strike rate. 20. One run of five balls. Thanks for coming, mate. But as he's no rounder, I'm sure he made up for it with his bowling. What I like is we mention Maxwell every week he fails, which I can I can see the point is most weeks. <laughs> I'm struggling at the minute. But the week he scores 32 off 10 does his role and we ignore it completely. So this week he was the eighth choice bowler. Can we just put that in context? He was the eighth choice bowler. In Aaron my defence, Aaron Finch was looking around and went, who should I bowl first? And he went, oh, I'll bowl myself before I'll bowl Glenn Maxwell. Yeah. I, I'm struggling <laughs> The silence says everything. My, my defence was when he fails with the bat that he's a bowler and when he fails with both, it's tricky. He mm. is very good in the field. Oh, that's all right, but I'll let him off. I w- I still stand by the selection. He's not had the World Cup. I hoped he would. But I think often, as you alluded to earlier, when Kawaja's scoring 80-odd off 130 balls, he comes in and is left with too much to do. He comes in too late and has to just go from ball one. Um, so, yeah, that's my view on it. I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to remember how he got out. It was a court and bold. I think it was an absolute blinder of a court and bold as well by Jimmy Neesham. I think it was, was it a one-handed catch. Am, am I remembering that right? Robbed. Robbed he was yeah. by Jimmy Neesham. Brilliance on Twitter and general top bloke attitude. Yeah. Um, um, but there were some catches in that game, Conroy, weren't they? Talk, talk us through, like, 
possibly captured a tournament just slying Ben Stokes and saying, actually, you're not that good. Well, Martin Guptill took the catch and it was absolutely outrageous. Um, pretty sure it's Steve Smith who he caught out a short, fine leg. And it was absolutely hammered at him. And he took a one-handed diving catch, diving to his left, which was absolutely outstanding. It was, it was good fielding on show in both innings, actually. I thought um, New Zealand fielded really well, took some good catches. And Australia as well took their catches really well. Um, there's some really high steepling catches that I think Alex Carey took one and Nathan Lyon took one in the second innings. But yeah, New Zealand weren't at the races in this game. They've lost a bit of form. They've lost a bit of momentum. but They've probably done enough to get through to the semi-finals already, I think. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, I, I think Smith actually took quite a good catch as well in the game, but because he's oh, Australian, he we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which brings us on to England's get-out-of-jail-free card, which is Afghanistan-Pakistan. And Afghanistan batted first. Conroy, you probably watched slightly more of the game than I did. Even though you're playing, you probably caught up on a lot more of the game than I did. I was in the air um, flying, not just like I was um, I was flying. Um, Conroy, talk us through Afghanistan back first. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Jim will just say that Afghanistan got a, a classic Afghanistan kind of score, 2-2-7 for nine. It didn't look like it was going to be enough, if I'm brutally honest. But they, they ground it out. They, they got themselves to a, to a just below par score. None of their batsmen really stood out for me. Um, they all you know, chipped in with 35, 42, 42. But no one really went on to get a big score to get them to 300, similar to the Sri Lanka game earlier. Did you, uh, uh, did you catch there... the second innings? Were there any tantrums when someone got out on 42 or anything? So obviously the 49 last week was a highlight of 49 not out and tantrum. <laughs> um, it started badly, didn't it, with my my selection for my dream team of Fakar going... He was ducked, wasn't he? Yeah, second ball. Second ball of the innings. Yay. Good selection. Stand by it. <laughs> You've done well this week, mate. They are going well, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Babar Azam came in and they rebuilt really well. And for about 15 overs, it looked like they were just going to cruise to victory. And then all of a sudden, Afghanistan spinners came on and just completely changed the game. Uh, Narbi came on. I mean, his figures tell the story. 10 overs, 2 for 23. Absolutely fantastic bowling. And um, Mujiba Raymond as well, 2 for 34 off 10. And they really put the squeeze on as well. Like Pakistan got below, behind the rate quite quickly. And going into the last 10 overs, it really looked like they were going to struggle. They were getting, there were some fantastic run outs, putting the pressure on. And to be honest, with like last 10 overs, I, I did not see Pakistan chasing this down. How about you, Josh? Yeah, like I just landed. So I'm currently in France. Um, I just landed and just sort of hadn't even really thought to check the scores. I was checking for New Zealand, Australia more so, and then just sort of saw the game and was like, oh, there's 15 to go and it's not finished, which is surprising in itself. Um, and they got to a stage where I genuinely thought Afghanistan are going to struggle to throw this away. Like This is the win that we've hyped them up for 
finally I can breathe again. Like England are going to go through. I've put so much on this. Um, and yeah, it just sort of, it got to a stage where Golbadine had his part-time spinner who had two overs left and then he had himself. And who did he choose, Conroy? I mean, surprisingly, he chose himself. And unsurprisingly, that was a disastrous decision. And Jim, did you catch any of this game? I'm just curious if, you, uh, if you're aware of what happened in the last five overs of this one. I believe Afghanistan bottled it big time. Apart from that, I've got very little to go on, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like that's not far from what happened, really. I think Afghanistan were, you know, they won 45 overs of that innings, really. And then Gulbuddin just bowled horrendously for the last couple of overs and got... How many, how many did he go for, Josh, in the last couple? It was about... Penultimate over, so the 48th of the game, when the game was in the balance, but was comfortably in Afghanistan's favour in the balance. And Imad Wazim, who is there as a bowler who can bat, he's a Rashid, not a Moeen Ali, would be my way of describing him, hit him for 18 and just swung the whole momentum back to the uh, back to Pakistan. And then the fear that actually we're going out of the World Cup really hit hard. Um, and yeah, it was just just dreadful. Um, he is, like, we talked about it last week, he is fundamentally my favourite captain in the fact that he says, oh, we don't have a batsman, I'll open the bat, boys, don't worry. Oh, we don't have a bowler, I'll bowl, boys, don't worry. <laughs> oh, we don't have a first slip, I'll go first slip, boys, don't worry. Just wants to do everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Pakistan crawled over the line with two balls to spare. And not only crushed all of Afghanistan's hopes, but a lot of our hopes as well. Um, Big result. But like Jim said, it's a Saturday. Uh, uh, well, it was a Saturday. It's Sunday morning now. But we've played played some cricket, and we are joined in this section by a friend of the podcast, regular regular tweeter and messenger, Sean Gardner. So, Sean, you are an avid. You betrayed Hinton hideously and join Silverstone. Did you play yesterday and how did you get on? And welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> Betray, that's harsh. <laughs> but yeah, I play. obviously I've played for Silverstone now, but um yeah we played uh, we uh, played and beat top of the table yesterday. So our uh, our run back towards the championship is hopefully back on now. If I don't not actually seen the league table but we did beat top of the table yesterday so uh Got a couple How of... did you do personally? Any runs? Any wickets? Well, so we bowled first. No, it was a bit overcast, so we bowled first. We liked to bowl anyway, but bowled them out for 130 from the uh, 40 overs. And uh, we got it <laughs> about 10 overs ago, but we were eight wickets down. I thought I might have thrown it away. It was me. Josh, me and Josh have played the hero innings many a time before for Hinton. Many yeah, me and you, we're going to see this through and we're going to be holding the bat at the end when we've... Uh, and then I've come up dreadfully short. That seems to be the thing. And I did that. I got caught out with about seven or eight runs to go. And, um, yeah, thankfully the uh, number 10 batsman managed to hit a boundary to uh, take us over the mark. But there was a worry there when the two kids that were left in at 10 and 11 
were left to hit the uh, six runs or whatever to win. But, you know, I got out for 12. <laughs> so yeah, a key 12, though, in a, in a low-run scoring chase. A good shot. 12. Any wickets for you? I did get two wickets. Caught and bowled as well, which is most unusual. <laughs> Normally, I put so much effort into trying to run up and bowl fast that I just collapse after I... It's like a Mark Wood style, collapsing afterwards. So, uh, did manage to, uh, thankfully, just bit up a bit and it just tossed up in the air for me. So, all right. <laughs> I love Come that style of bowling. I, I are, uh, <laughs> you're usually our cricketer who plays well. How did you do? Well, I didn't do as well, um, unfortunately. We, we lost this week. We won the toss and we were playing bottom of the league. So, we thought, we're going to have a bat here. We're going to bat them out of the game. And then we got 143 for seven off our 50 overs, which <laughs> I think I got my probably, I think I got probably my slowest ever score. I think I got about 24, but I must have wasted about 80 balls. It was, the pitch was a nightmare. Um, we were out of the game, to be honest, that they, they looked like they were going to chase it down, win by seven wickets. And all of a sudden my mate comes on to bowl, who is actually a bit of a, He's a wicketkeeper batsman, really, but he was like, oh, give me the ball. I'll have a go. Let's try and get the game back. And he took four wickets for five rings. And we very nearly pulled it back. But in the end, they just crawled over the line to win by three wickets. But yeah, it was a good game. Good game. Disappointing to lose, but good match. Good spell, that. Take a blow there, pal. We've got someone else who needs to go. <laughs> um, Jimbo. You, you've talked up that you have played some cricket, as obviously we slate you for not liking cricket, and here you are, cricketing. How did you go? Well, after my exceptional diamond duck last week, obviously back on that form, I got called up to the first team this week. <laughs> we were slightly short on batsmen, shall we say, and we lost. We were very poor. We were only chasing 130 or so, and we only got about 100 in reply. But the highlight of this match was when we were batting, as our bowlers do, they get angry, they throw the ball back at the stump sometime. Then the umpire pulled him off. He called him over from 30 yards away, shouted at him, called him over to him, and we had absolute hysterics as his umpire laid into this bowler for a good couple of minutes. It was the funniest thing I've seen in a long while. The umpire lost control of the game. It was like a game of football. Oh. Just don't see that in village cricket anymore. Well, it was, it was two big towns. I think that's, that was the difference. Oh, massive... carnage. Third team lost it. What a feeling, what a derby. Um, shame you lost. Um, big game, big game today, later. England v India. Um, we've lost our last two in pretty horrendous circumstances. Conroy, I'll come to you first. What do we need to change to win? And also, how fit does Roy have to be to play him? I mean, after watching Pakistan beat Afghanistan, now Roy has to play. If he has got, if he can stand up and hold a bat, he plays in this game for me. I don't care about if he pulls his hamstring in the third over, the, the risk of him playing outweighs the risk of us going out of the World Cup and that's what I reckon. What about you, Josh? Um, I Yeah, I think when you look at it, there's the two sides of the argument. There's the, we need to play Roy, we need to win and then there's the, what if 
he pulls his hamstring three overs in and he's out for the rest of the tournament. If he doesn't play and we lose, we're probably out of the rest of the tournament anyway. So I wouldn't, wouldn't worry about it. Conroy? That's exactly what I think. Like, I think now with, you know, I, I just don't see the alternative. I can't play James Vinks again. I, I just don't think that's going to work. I, I don't, I, I wonder if Jim, Jim, what do you think about Alex Hales? Would you call him into the team right now? Just as, a, as an emergency kind of opener? No. No. Just sorry, no. I was just wondering if you, I was just wondering if you if you had the the thought that he would he was the only person who can really replace Roy in that team. No, Blake's moron. There's no chance of him getting back in. <laughs> I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> and and I will miss James Vince's pretty twenty. I think you have to take the risk on Roy. Yeah. Yeah, you've got no choice. You can worry about semi final no point worrying about semi finals and finals if you can't get through. So stick Roy out. Hopefully he comes off. And hopefully we win. Yeah. So uh, I I sent a a troubled text to my brother in the week. I my head had gone. I was miserable with life, and I texted my brother and was like, "There's only a couple of ways England win this. Vince has to go, regardless of whether Roy's fit. Open with Ali. Um, but obviously we need Roy to be fit, and also if Roy is fit." Ditch Ali. <laughs> Ditch Ali. I've just put him to open, but he's gone again. Um, and Punk has to play again. Um, we have missed him, I think, in the middle overs. Um, I just, I can't see. I think we need Wood and Archer in there. I think we need Plunkett. I, we need Wokes. We need Rashid. As much as he's struggled this tournament and Stokes will be six. Uh, last couple of games, as much as we love him, Conroy Butler's had two two poor games. Um, obviously, batted well early in the tournament. I don't think he's out of form. It's just in his in our last three or four games, he's not batted much. So maybe a little bit of joss time at the the crease is what we need. Um, but India look like the best team in the tournament, and we have to beat the best to stay in it. Conroy, what would your team be tomorrow? Yeah, I think you've got it spot on. I'd, I'd play Plinkett as well. Um, I, I'd play Roy. Honestly, if, if he's 20% fit, I'd play him. But yeah, Ali is the alternative opener. I, I agree with that. I just think it's key for England to bat first in this game. I, I, I really don't want us to be in a situation where India put a score on the board of like 300 and then we're trying to trying to chase it down under that kind of pressure. I think that can really that could really get nervy. Virat's well. a far better batsman when he's chasing. Is that not consideration? He's back no. good when he's chasing. Yeah, but he's one player. I, I don't think. I think. He's very good. <laughs> Fair point. He's a very good player. Um, but no, I, I. To be fair, I do agree with Conroy. I think if we can get off to a good start and unleash the shackles. And you just have to take a couple of Indian wickets and they're up against it. They still don't know the middle order. For the first time, we can introduce as a cricketing correspondent, Shaggy, what's your team for this game? And what are you? Are you positive, negative? Are we winning, losing? I am not positive, I won't lie. Those last two defeats have just really sucked my confidence out the pre pre-tournament buzz that I had is just gone you know I've 
I think the whole tournament's been showing up that the high scoring hasn't come, which is what our our strength was. And when the you know the the pressure of the match has come, I don't think we've been able to keep up with it at times. You know, that's the and I think that's unfortunately what India are going to do, aren't they? You know, they're going to grind out a match and grind out result, and that's been our our weakness, hasn't it? Well, so far, you know, the matches we've lost, it's been the if we haven't, you know, clubbed it around and got the runs on the board early or got, you know, a good partnership early on, we've struggled, you know, when it gets down to those middle order, it's going to be iffy. So, well, as you say, Jason Roy has to come back in, doesn't he, really? It's no... Yeah, I think, I think that's it's, absolutely... Like you said, it's, 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 this, is dead, this is deadline day. This is, you know, this is stoppage time of, a, you know, you're throwing everything at it almost, in my opinion, but that's me being the... The negative person I am. <laughs> the glasses it's half. It's them and some realism to correct me from my positivity that we will win the World Cup because I think I've gone into a slight mental breakdown when I've realised that we're not going to win the World Cup and I'm miserable. Um, yeah. That's that's the sort of thing. Is like you look at you know Pakistan have come out of not out of nowhere obviously they're a strong side but from that first game you thought oh well yeah there you go Pakistan are carrying on that bad form that they've had over the last year or so and now and now it's like how are we going to keep them out of fourth place you know so. well we smashed them four nil in an in an ODI series two well, weeks before was, the World Cup I was confident that we were better than them but I'm no was, longer that was the most them. like. It was one of, them, one of them odd series where it was like the most even 4-0 you've ever seen. Like it could have been easily 3-1 to, to Pakistan almost, couldn't it? But, but Yeah, they I remember It feels like so long ago though. That's the problem, isn't it? It's almost that feels like a different period of cricket almost because this tournament is just... Uh, those high scores, high scoring games rarely show up now, do they? The, the pro from the pre-tournament, oh, there's going to be, you know, uh, could England get to 500, you know? <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think we thought there'd be more more in the pitches. I think we thought Trent Bridge would be 500. I think we thought all of this side of things. Conroy, what do, what do you think? Like, our middle order, I still think, is stronger than theirs. Do you see that as their weak point? Uh, India's middle, India's middle order. Yeah, our middle order is stronger than India's. Is that yeah, their weak point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if we can get some early wickets, then you know we're we're well in the game. Um, I haven't seen anything from their middle order. MS Dhoni in this tournament has been very inconsistent, and he seems to be the glue that holds their middle order together. So if we can get him in, you know, kind of within the first 20 overs it could be it could be good for England but I do think we we need to bat first and put a score on the board I don't want us to be chasing 300 and what I've seen from India in this tournament is they managed to grind out in to get to like 270 and 300 every time and what what Shaggy said there is spot on like this isn't an ODI service this is a this is tournament cricket and England just haven't played very good tournament cricket so far against teams like Australia um Sri Lanka, Pakistan. We we didn't we didn't grind out the results like we should have, and we didn't play with the freedom that we have in previous ODI service where we you know we did beat Pakistan four 0 and Australia five 0 last summer. You know it's it's just a different ball game playing in a World Cup at home under pressure. 
I yeah, I think you're spot on. Jimbo, anything to add? I'm confident. I'm just confident for this one. We went into the World Cup believing we were the best team. We believe we were better than India going into this World Cup. We have to continue believing that. The people in the office all weekend, oh, World Cup, it's all over. It's not all over. We can beat this India team, no problem. As you've said, this middle order of India hasn't really been tested so far this World Cup. So we'll see if you get through that top three early, see if they've really got anything left. But also, you can bat them out the game. India, say, for all the strength of the top three, we do bat for themselves. So any score too big, it's just out of their reach because the top three will be looking after their average. So I'm, I'm still hopeful. I agree. I did think England would beat India pre-tournament. But I also did claim that Sri Lanka were the worst team ever to go into a World Cup. And they beat us. So currently, I think that uh, Hinton 2s, which disbanded around three years ago, has an outside chance of being England at this point. Um, Shaggy, this is your first time with us. Um, we've talked a lot about cricket. Conroy has watched pretty much all of it and loves cricket bar, bar the odd South Africa game. Jimbo's probably watched as much cricket as a radiator. Um, Shaggy, talk us through a couple of your highlights of the Cricket World Cup so far. I imagine you've watched a lot in the pub. I have watched a lot in the pub, yeah. Well, obviously, I've been at work, so I, I get the, um, the advantage of uh, headphones, so I listen to the older uh, TMS. Like, that's the thing. I get buzzed up, listen to TMS all day. It's nice. Got, I've got a Spotify playlist of cricket music, which is about three quarters of an hour long. So I put that on three quarters of an hour before TMS starts get Jerusalem on, get fired up, then that puts me in the mood to then, if the game's tight, head to the pub, text, normally the text to Josh saying, look, this game's going down to the wire, let's get to the pub. So, I have to admit, before the, before the tournament, I was like, I was buzzing, obviously, because it's England and we're at home and that, but it was like, one day internationals was probably my least favoured of the tournament, of the whole, like, thing, but this tournament has actually really turned me round on it, to be honest, so... I'm obviously a test match man, but this, I don't know, this is this has really won me around because I think there's just now, I have this image of one day internationals being a bit test matchy, but, you know, but with coloured coloured kits. But now it's actually, they play a lot more T20, there's a lot more tactics in it than what I've seen before. So and that's one thing I've really enjoyed this tournament, watching these teams go at it in a T20 style, but over a longer, longer period. Yeah, but you certainly get a lot more of the ebb and the flow I think mm. as a lot of people have been thinking this is probably the form that's dying but mm. actually it probably is a form that takes a lot of the it still has the cycles which maybe T20 cricket doesn't have so much yeah you, um, can, you can have periods that bounce back around whereas T20 it seems to be like if you go over that cliff of the bowling you know you're, you're, you're always going to win you don't get to throw it away as much yeah um, so if there's one, I'll put you on the spot here, which I'm sure you'll love. Um, if there was one game or one moment that stood out for you, is there one that springs to mind? That's you put me on the spot, thinking about it. Uh, that is putting you on the spot. That's what I do. Deal with it. Ask well, Jamie. To be honest, it's not even like, it's just, I feel like as well, like, going, like we say, we go and hang out in the pub a lot, watch a lot of cricket. It's sort of like, I've noticed this tournament, just a lot of people coming out and watching the cricket. 
is actually really sort of thing, you know, meet yourself, you know, a few of our ex-Hinton players that I used to, you know, or current Hinton players, but, you know, that I used to play with, meeting them in the well, pub. And... You abandoned heartlessly. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Stepping up. I stepped up two divisions <laughs> to play for Silverstone. Heartlessly. I have to say, I, I like, like, I really enjoy, like, watching the West Indies. I just, even though they've, I, I tipped them as well. Obviously, I've listened to the podcast all the way through, and my tip was West Indies for fourth, but that's not been a thing. But when they play well, they're so enjoyable to watch. Like, the, that, the Pakistan, the opening game, wasn't the most exciting to watch, but I was just enjoying watching them. They're bowlers, you know, just bowl aggressively. It was almost like watching the watching those highlights of the 80s and 70s, you know. It was it was fun. I just fun cricket, I feel. As a as someone who knows that you've watched a lot of fire in Babylon in your time and before the first game of the season, that is your go-to go-to film. I'm not surprised you've enjoyed that. Um, mm. But the reason we've reason we've got you on the pod is to to add you to Conroy's Conroy's quiz. So um, without further ado, we will have we will have Conroy. Conroy introducing his quiz. What are we doing this week and how do I beat Jim again? Cheers, Josh. So, so this game this week, I quite I quite like this one. I think it could it could go on for a little while. I think you guys are gonna do very well on this. So the question to you three is I want you to name an England player to have hit a test century in the 21st century. So that's any England player to have hit a test hundred within the last 20 years, basically. Any okay, is, there, is it just test matches or is it any format? Only test, test cricket. So just test matches, England batsmen. Um, we're going to go through you one at a time and whoever is the last person in will win. I'm going to come to you, Jim, first. Have you got a name for me? Hopefully I'll get past one this week. Hopefully, that'd be good. Hopefully. We'll see how we go. My first name, Alistair Cook. Well, I'm going to type this in, but I'm 100% sure that he has a test 100. So, yeah, that's great. Josh. Josh Butler. Yeah, he also has a test 100. In the 105, yeah. Great knock. Shaggy, uh, go on. Um, Joe Root. Absolutely, spot on. Kevin Peterson. Yeah, we've got Kevin. Josh. Stokes. Yeah, Ben Stokes is on there. Shaggy. Ian Bell. Ian Bell, correct. Yeah. Jonathan Trott. Yes. Josh. Remember, I'll go Andrew Strauss. Yeah, absolutely. Briscoffic. Oh. Yes. We're cracking out the early noughties. Now, now we're getting somewhere. Come on, Jim. What have you got? Go on, then. I'll top that one. Michael Vaughan. Yeah, classic. Love it. Well, I may as well go with Graham Thorpe. Absolutely. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> no, it's not. This is where it gets tricky, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that was starting to like. I'm, I was just thinking through um, openers. That was the thing. Now I've got the. Uh, I'm going to so, go with Flintoff. Yeah, Flintoff does. I'm going to stick with the early noughties and go Mark Butcher. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was my safety. Um, I'm going to go Paul Collingwood. Yeah, Collingwood's there. No, I'm going to go to. I was. I wrote one down that I was thinking of saving till the thing, but I'm now really starting to struggle. So already, uh, Chris Wokes. Yes, he does. What a century. Towards Rob Key. Yeah, Key Keys is there. Matt Pryor. Yeah, solid, solid name that. Starting to get tricky now, just looking at the names in front of me. It is starting to get tough. Go on, Shaggy, you got anyone? I'm going for some more. Uh, oh, see, I, I am really struggling now. I'm going to go right? with Burns, Rory Burns. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Recently hit his first yeah. injured. I'm sticking with the early noughties. I'm going NASA Hussein. Yeah, Hussein is there. Going with Grant Jones. He has a hundred, yes. Very good. I thought you were saying he hasn't, and I was like, <laughs> Now, I'm going for one here. I know he got one in the 90s. That's just whether or not it transferred over to the 2000s. Is Alex Stewart. Let's have a look. Oh. He, he, yes, he does. He must go. have been very early on. Yeah, well done. I've got another early noughties one, but I'm scared to go with it. It's not worth <laughs> a risk. Go on, do it. No. Gary Balance. Yeah, Gary Balance has got a test injured. The man who feels he's the most aggrieved test cricketer of all time, <laughs> Compton. Oh, that's not who I thought you were going to say there, but yeah, Nick Compton is on the list. What are you going to say, Dennis Compton? I thought you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Right. With <laughs> this is this is getting tough. Looking at the Easy. names in front of me. <laughs> I'm really struggling now. Give me, give me anything you've got, Jaggy. That's the thing is now I'm even getting to the thing because I'm now under the pressure. I'm doubting myself to even name Batsman. <laughs> <laughs> Just name a bowler. Could yeah, a bowler but that's there. another thing. I'm trying to think of bowl, like all-rounders is what I was thinking in my head. and I'm, I'm coming Where's up. the two-minute Conroy? you got to count them yeah, out. It's the clock. Oh. I'm give you, gonna give you ten more seconds, Shaggy. Okay. I'm struggling. I'm gonna go. I know he had Stuart Broad. You know he got up there a few times. Stuart Broad has a test injured. There you oh, go. Easy. He got one big one against Pakistan. There was. I knew he got up there a few times in that that time before he forgot how to bat. <laughs> it's a solid answer. Go on, then, Jim. Who's my next one? I think he got multiple in a row against, I think it was India. I think he got like two or three in a row. I'm going to go, oh, Ravi Papara. Yeah, correct. I'm going to go with the man I probably least like in cricket. Adam Live. <laughs> yeah. Adam Live, yeah. I've just had, uh, out. I'm going to go quick on this one. Mark Ramprakash. He has a test injured in 2001, yeah. That was another risky one on the board, because I know he would have been 90s, but... Yeah, really good. Oh, wait, sure. I don't think he does. I don't think he has a test injured. Let me just check the... No, he did. No. No test Jim, you're gone, mate. Absolutely. Oh, gutting. Okay, Josh, what have you got? 
I'm trying to think of people we haven't said. Um, I don't think Stoneman got one. I don't think Please got one. Wesley didn't get one. Um, Um, Charles wouldn't have got one. Um, 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 I know I'm going to be rushed for time here. Um, yeah. How long do I have? you got 10 seconds. Your 10 seconds. Um, Jim's fuming on camera, by the way. Absolutely oh, fuming. Okay. That this. I could have gone all day. Keating Jennings has a test to it, correct? Now, yeah, again, I'm going for another one, which I know is 90s, but it's just whether or not they... I'm basing this on the fact that England's cricket in the late 90s to early 2000s was pretty poor, so they hung around way after they should. Graham yeah. Hick. Oh... Yes, <laughs> I, I, I doubted you there, but he's on the what? list. I cannot I'm believe that. So I'm just thinking. I just remember watching early 2000s cricket, and it was just all aging people, like, and they were just it's in some random test against Zimbabwe or something. That is a, a great shout. I yeah, fantastic. Atherton. Is that who you're going to go for? Going go with Athers. Yeah, you're right. He he's another one who sneaks who did Jim in there. Say? Jim's uh, out. Jim's gone. Jim's Jim in the said, bin. Jim said, How did Jim OHR. get out? Did I miss that? Yeah, he said OHR. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Now I am really struggling. <laughs> oh. Need to pull out another Stuart board from somewhere, don't you? Are there many on this list? No. That's um, a question, yeah. There's not, there's not that many left, actually. There's, I think there's 42 in total, and I think we've said about 25 of them. Oh. But the ones that some of the ones that are left, I would never get in a million years. I think I've got a few, but okay, we we'll go we we'll go through them at the end. I want to know how much you got. Right, Shaggy, how, how's it going? The, the one-offs, because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a one-off, isn't it? Trying to think of people that were like, yeah. Again, I'm just going back to like the early two thousands. You really should think I should get the modern ones, but. The modern ones are difficult, I think, because we've had so many different opening batsmen over the last five yeah. years. Uh, they all kind of blow into one, I think. Did Hamid get one? Are you going for that? Yeah. No. No. Oh, I'm going to go just to confirm I win by getting most. Ben Folks. <laughs> he was the one I thought you were going to say earlier when you said that, <laughs> <laughs> when you said Nick Compton. Yeah, Ben Folks has got a test injured, obviously, as all of his fans keep reminding me on Twitter that he should go ahead of Josh Butler in their testing. <laughs> yeah, well done, Josh. That's really good. Well done, everyone. It's great. Got me to go I, through I'm, the list. I'm Jim, amazed at the two, to be honest. <laughs> I think I think I might have a couple more. Go on. Can I just? I know I'm out. Was John Crawley one? Again, never all early noughties reference. Yeah, John Crawley got one. Did Craig White get one? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought he did. Did Michael Carberry get one? No. No. I thought uh, him and 
he didn't. Did Stoneman get one? Because I was debating between him and Jennings. And nah, went to Jennings get one. Ollie oh, Mope, Johnny Bairstow, we haven't guessed. Um, yeah, Johnny Bairstow's got, got 100. Bairstow's an obvious one. Yeah, did you say Ben Stokes? Did anyone say Ben Stokes? Ollie yeah, Pope okay. as well. Yeah, Ollie Pope's got one. Dom Sibley, did he come up? No. I debated Sibley in my mind, but said he hadn't. Uh, Moeen Ali, did someone say that? Oh, that's a big mess. I, I fought Moeen as well, but I didn't write it down. I got my, I got my workings out. I, <laughs> this I isn't countdown, Shaggy. Down and I'm just crossing them out as they come, but I was, I was <laughs> thinking, but I was writing something else. I think that's about it, to be honest. I can run through them all if you like, but I think you've pretty much covered all of them. I think Tim Ambrose is the only one you haven't... Did anyone say Tim oh, Ambrose? I thought Ambrose, but I thought he hadn't scored one. I thought he hit an 80-odd. I think he only scored one, but he scored it in about 2009. Um, David Milan. Good game, that Conroy. Cheers, man. Enjoyed it. Um, as ever, like, uh, it, it, let us know how you found that. Uh, Twitter, at DirectHitPod. Also, uh, on your provider, give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe. If you're feeling uber generous, give us some five-star ratings. Um, but yeah, no, thoroughly enjoyed that. Conroy, you'll be back whether you like it or not, giving us another quiz after the uh, India game. Shaggy, it's been your debut to the podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for being with us. Anything, anything to say? No, just thanks for having me. Obviously, long time listener. Been listening since the beginning of the uh, podcast. I really enjoy it. So it was good to be a part of it. And uh, well, finally, use, we'll, uh, finally found a use for my Brian Lara PS1 knowledge. It's finally paid out with a couple of century makers. I mean, it paid off more than Hummus's favourite ambassador's cricket knowledge did. Shaggy, it's been a pleasure to have you. Jimbo, it's been a pleasure as ever. Anything to add for the week? No, the spreadsheet's going to come back out next week. It's definitely going to come out. I've got to come out with something big. So me, the top of the spreadsheet, is probably going to be next week's highlight. Oh, wow. Assuming, uh, assuming we lose to India, that'll be the highlight. If we don't, we'll have a party in the street. Conroy? Yeah, really enjoyed. Really enjoyed this week. Thanks for Shaggy for coming on. That was really good input there. Really enjoyed that chat. Go well, Josh. Cheers, Conroy. Pleasure as ever. Um, we will we'll reconvene after the India game. We'll um, depending on how it goes we will leave it an appropriate amount of time <laughs> um, so thank you Jim, thank you Matt and especially thank you Shaggy for joining us um, it's been a pleasure boys I'll see you all in a drinking establishment sometime soon go well <laughs>